Little Wing is now streaming on Paramount Plus. I'm in a period of emotional upheaval. Let's have all the oh, I don't care crap. A little adventure. Where are you going? I'm gonna steal a bird from the Russian pigeon mafia. Let's do it. Goes a long way. <laughs> Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Life can hurt, but life is sweet. Little Wing, rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hey everyone, before we begin, I have a big announcement. I've teamed up with a viewer of the channel who is very talented with 3D animations. In fact, he's applying to Industrial Light and Magic. We're going to work together to bring all my fanfictions to life, as best as we can. So you'll have something much more real than just pictures to draw your imagination. I just ask that you share this video or any video of mine on your Facebook or Twitter. The better my channel performs, the better the content will be. Now onto today's video. This was a request by a commenter in the last video, and I think it would make for a really interesting what if. So let's get into it. What if Anakin saved his mother? In episode 2, we know she died after being kidnapped, tortured, and most likely abused by the Tusken Raiders. Which on a side tangent, my theory is that Palpatine actually paid them off to capture her. But that's a different video for another time. This caused him to literally annihilate the entire village, killing the men, women, and the children too. This was one of his large steps into the dark side world, and what I believe was the taste he needed to make him crave that power until his final transformation at Palpatine's side. Now, while in the books and comics, Anakin has used Force Fire to combust his enemies against Obi-Wan's teachings. This was definitely his leap into a world he would grow to lust. It also led to his obsession with wanting to become even more powerful than before, along with his infatuation with learning to stop people from dying, as you can see in this scene here. Someday I will be. I will be the most powerful Jedi ever. I promise you. I will even learn to stop people from dying. Anakin. If Shmi survived, Anakin would take her back to her home with her husband. From there, Anakin would tell his mother to come back with him to Coruscant, to the Jedi Temple where she would be safe and live the rest of her life comfortably at his protection and care, just as he had promised when he was a little boy. Now on Coruscant, Anakin would be able to be much more calm, happy, and wouldn't have as big of a complex regarding saving the ones he loved from dying, leading to his manic obsessions to save Padme from his dream of her passing away through childbirth, which inevitably was what changed the entire fate of the galaxy. Now don't get me wrong, the dream would still drive him mad, however, the reason he was so obsessed with it, to the point of attempting to kill the entire Jedi race through Order 66, was because he had already failed to save his mother, and his ego couldn't bear to lose the only other person he loved, driving him to do whatever it takes to save her. When Palpatine would tell him during the opera scene that he knew of a way to stop others from dying, he would be as intrigued as he was before. However, he would be able to express his thoughts and questions, this time with his mother, the only real person he felt comfortable enough to talk to about his personal life, as he couldn't with Obi-Wan or Padme even, especially not the council without facing banishment. His mother would tell him to talk to Obi-Wan, 
She would urge him to speak to his master. She trusted Qui-Gon and knew that whoever Qui-Gon trained would have been just as honest and wise. Weary of what to do after her urging him to tell Obi-Wan, he would go to his master and tell him about the dream he had, about his relationship with Padme, and about what Chancellor Palpatine told him regarding the Sith Lord Darth Plagueis. Obi-Wan would instruct Anakin to tell the Council what the Chancellor told him in confidence, becoming very suspicious of him. Due to his loyalty and care for his Padawan, he would not tell the Council of his relationship with Padme, not until they had dealt with the Chancellor first. The Council would move to the same decision they had in Episode 3, however, now much more aware of his knowledge of the dark side. Regarding saving Padme from dying, Obi-Wan would send Anakin to the lowest floor of the Jedi Archives, where only select masters were permitted to go. From there, he would study the ancient Jedi Sith scrolls, holocrons, and lore that had been collected over the years. Searching for the holocron of the immortal Sith god, Undidu, if he couldn't find what he was looking for, then he would travel to the same place Yoda and Qui-Gon had visited before, to see the Shaman of the Wills, to learn of this new ability. After all, the ability to save life was more of a positive power, something that the Jedi would be interested in knowing. Anakin would continue to spy on Palpatine for the Council in the meantime, and upon him finally learning of his true identity, he would report him to Mace Windu as he did before. And this time he would stay put as Mace Windu had instructed, since he had no need for the Emperor now. Mace and Palpatine would fight as they had, however Sidious would hope for Anakin to come, and would purposefully lose as he did. When he could feel that Anakin would not be coming to his supposed rescue, he would unleash a flurry of Force Lightning on Mace, only to have it return back onto him resulting in Mace finally killing Palpatine and ending him for good. Order 66 would not take place and the Jedi would still live to promote peace and justice throughout the galaxy. This would incredibly accelerate Snoke's rise as he had no reason to stay hidden anymore, rising from the shadows to place his command on the fate of the galaxy. I'm not sure what would happen from here as we don't have enough information on Snoke but I'd like to know what your ideas are. Thank you so much for watching this episode. I hope you all had a fantastic day or night, my friends. I wish you well, and I'll see you all at the same time, same place, in tomorrow's episode of Star Wars Theory. And remember, the Force will be with you always.